Hello, and welcome to Erico Blueberry. Episode two? We're still doing this. Uh, I'm Chilibin. I'm Maggie. Yeah, we're just back to back. We're just taking a run at it. We're going we're gonna to see what happens. Um, we're going to start by having the conversation we should have had in episode one, which is why the fuck are we even here? <laughs> um, so we both, uh, the, 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 the idea that we kind of landed on just, conversations over the last i don't know few months honestly um you know we both work full-time play a lot of destiny and kind of weren't feeling like a lot of what's out there in terms of uh content being made about the game from the community kind of it didn't feel like a lot of it serves us in terms, in terms of the loudest voices out there it's a lot of you know people who play this game full-time and that's great for them but I find we well. I'll speak for myself. I'm gonna try and speak for both of us. Um, I personally find that it a lot of that perspective doesn't work for me in terms of like I'm gonna sit here and yell for 20 minutes about the god roll of one weapon. It's like no, I've like I've got a version of that gun I like, and I'm gonna keep using it. Um, I'm not gonna spend a whole day trying to grind a good one out, right? So the idea for us was to kind of put something out there that maybe serves a different group of people that don't have as much time to play this game and isn't just about yelling about things we don't like personally and yelling at Bungie, for example, or hot take alert, some people making really bad claims about how people should live their life on Twitter that happen to have a platform just because they got famous for playing Destiny. Not naming names, but if you know, you know. Mickey, <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. 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 Uh, I just felt like a lot of the content out there, all the strong voices in mm. the community, aren't representative of your like everyday player. Yes. You know, we're not we're not all trial sweats. We don't all have twelve hours a day to fucking dedicate to the game. Some of us have jobs and children and partners and lives. Not implicating that other they people don't, don't but, yeah. but yeah, I have a like full-time just... job as a software engineer. I can't sit here and play a game all day as much as I would kind of like to do that sometimes. Um, yeah, it's... I work in education, homie. I'm yeah. tired. Yeah, like... <laughs> yeah. So maybe we're, we're putting in 12 hours a week tops. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's just I felt like the voices of the casual community and the community who maybe don't take it as seriously. Yes. Yeah. Don't and, really get heard. Yeah. And that's the other thing is like, there's a lot of videos about how to do a war mine cell build, etc. But aside from a few channels, there's not a lot of people just kind of talking about the lore or, uh, you know, just talking about parts of the game they enjoy and like how it's resonating with them. It's a lot of just like rah, rah negativity. And that's kind of not our bag, you know, like not, not trying to be like, we're never going to say negative things about it. Cause you know, it's an imperfect game. Don't get me wrong. Criticism but, is healthy. Yeah. And certain amount of criticism. Is yes, healthy. exactly. You can be critical of the things you love. Yes. Yes. It's not about just let people enjoy things. It's about maybe people should enjoy things to start with and then we'll go from there. Hmm. I don't know. I didn't really have like a script for that bit. I just figured we should have done it last week, but we were way too excited about that epilogue story and I forgot. 
You really just wanted to get in before spoilers. <laughs> yes. It, honestly, that, that was it. Is And this is going to fuck us tomorrow, I think. Recording this on a Thursday, The This Week at Bungie comes out on a Friday. And from what I've seen, it's a big one this week. So, uh, yeah. It's, it's a lot of, like... Cool. I think when we've talked about it in terms of like when we want the show to be recorded and come out, that was a part of it too, is like with the way that seasonal content's going on a weekly basis and the story is kind of updating for us on a Wednesday, we wanted to stay as close to that as we could, as opposed to like every week, we're just going to talk about the TWAB. Like there's already people doing that. You don't need us. Uh, shout out to destiny, the meme for creating the TLDR every week, which is one of my favorite things. Uh, yeah actually uh, but you know pour one out because tomorrow i think i'll hang on i'll find the screenshot because i posted it in the uh, in the channel earlier um a, just a tweet through between cosmo and dmg about the 12 for tomorrow saying it's 17 pages nearly six thousand words uh woof anyway um so if you've read that 12 by the time you hear this um i hope it's a good one like yeah, it's, 17. Yeah, my my gut feel is that they're going to be finally talking about what the next season is, given that it's less than a week away. Um, but then we've got the big... Um, Witch Queen thing bungee. on the 24th. Well, so, I mean, next episode we can scream about the Twob and the Witch Queen. Draw. Yeah, yeah. Like, preview. Yeah, give, give the <laughs> dust some time. And that's the other thing, too, is, like, give the dust around the Twob some time to settle because... Usually that's where they'll announce things like weapon balancing, super balancing, ability balancing, you know, nerfs, buffs, whatever you want to call them. Um, and usually in the first like 24 hours, this is before the changes have come in. It's like they're just announcing what they're going to try. People are just yelling and yelling and yelling about what, what they're kind of interpreting those numbers to mean until they actually go and play it with those changes in place and get a feel for it, right? Um, and then by the time those changes hit, silence is 90 yeah. percent of the time no one's saying a thing once it actually it's, hits and it's like oh no turns out these people who build and play this game every day kind of know how good it feels when you get these numbers right you know and i think that was one of our fears with this as well too it's like we don't want to get caught up in that like reactionary hyper hyperbole, mm. hyperbole that yeah. happens around a 12 drop especially one with big updates because yes. usually people read it interpret it and then freak out yeah they're like oh, they're doing this, this means this is going to happen, or, like, they're buffing this wizard, like, this wizard, this warlock perk, this is going to happen, and it's, yeah. like, it usually Cosmo and DMG will be dropping during the week, just be like, hey, to clarify, that's not what we meant. Yeah. Yeah. Here's what we mean. And then also, like, once you get the changes in your hand, it, yeah. it's a lot easier to talk about the changes. And <laughs> yeah. I think that was another thing we discussed when we were thinking about when to record and drop, is, like, we wanted time to process, experience, and then be able to talk about it instead of just being like, ah, over. Yeah. And that, that's... 99% of the time it ends up being nothing. Yeah. And that's what I mean about like <laughs> letting the dust settle, right? So we're never going to be recording right after a 12 hits. And I don't, I don't really want to either because that's all people are going to be looking for potentially. Mm. Um, it's more just to kind of celebrate this game we enjoy together and... Yeah, the TWAB and changes to it are part of that, but I want to make sure that we're kind of talking about them accurately, if that makes sense. Yeah. 
because like we've seen instances of it with people we know where it's like they're changing a bunch of exotics to like the ones that refund super right to make sure they all only give you up to 50 percent back and you know depending on how and when you read that for the first time we saw people that that we know that had like a slightly incorrect understanding of what the changes were going to be and and then when we explained it they're like oh that actually makes a lot of sense yeah, but they just they just had like quickly looked at a bullet point list and amongst the rest of a twelve, right? So that's the kind of stuff we want to avoid is making sure we're not just reacting to things on a knee jerk kind of basis. Yeah. Um we want to just have a chill time and kind of talk about this game that we spend a lot of time playing together <laughs> with other people, but also the two of us as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's about it really. I think so. Just wanted to create uh, like a more relaxed space for players like us who uh, don't read too far into a game that is about space magic created by a giant orb. Yes, your your <laughs> your space wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's you know you know with a touch of like dress them dolls in there yeah just a little bit of dress ups yeah i mean that, that that's it. actually like a really good example of people blowing up and then shutting up was the whole transmog system yeah like when they first oh, talked about it yes the the like three-step process to actually get transmog was a little overdone and they've responded by taking one of the steps out um but it was also by the time it first dropped and they i don't know if it was just because it was a thing they did because transmog dropped but they just gave you a bunch of it for free and so you, you you got to go and like pick all your favorite stuff out and make your armor sets and whatever. And then it was fine, right? Like the bounties weren't actually that hard to come by. No. They, you know, they were time-based as opposed to progress-based, which fine, fair enough, whatever. They don't want people just kind of farming these things out because potentially, because they're tied to a real money transaction that you can make and they have to make money off it because it's a free-to-play game now, right? So... Yeah. You kind of have to understand the economics behind a game like this because it is now free to play. Even though, yes, you pay for your expansions and whatever, there is still part of it where running a game like this is incredibly expensive. And, and then money has easily, to come from somewhere, you know? They could have easily put it behind a subscription. Yeah. yeah. There are and, plenty and they, of other online games that do it. Final yeah, Fantasy, they, World of Warcraft. They bundled, they had like, you know, bundles in the store that included some transmog items right yeah so yeah that's that's exactly the kind of thing we're trying to stay away from is like reading an update and then going yelling about it it's like it's usually fine especially at this point you know the last few months have shown us anything it's they know what the fuck they're doing yeah i was literally <laughs> about to say like it's weird to me that people think they know better than the people who are actually building the game yes yeah, because they just think they're not playing it and look at any of them on Twitter, homie. Like, they're all over it. Especially, like, a lot of the Bungie staff, the key yeah. Bungie staff, have been at Bungie since, like, the inception of Bungie. Yeah. They've built a couple of games at this point. Like yes. <laughs> Yeah. And, yeah, that's that's the other thing that, like, personally I want to try and bring to what we do is a little bit of that mindset of like I work in software so I know how fucking hard software can be let alone game development which is just like so much worse oh my god it's there's so many more things that can go wrong but that's 
that's the thing I've always found is like, because I have that perspective, I get so frustrated at people that are just yelling about, oh, Bungie, they're lazy devs, it's a fail game, blah, blah, blah. It's like, you have no idea what it takes to actually do this. That's, yeah, dead game, but you stream it four days a week still, dead, homie. Dead game, 2,000 hours on record, fuck off. <laughs> I, I've seen those people. Anyway, um, that's a I'm, very long I'm, way of saying that's yeah. that's what we're hoping to do in, in yeah. this. I'm in the same boat except on the marketing and mm. PR end of things because mm. my second job is marketing and PR. Mm-hmm. So I really understand kind of that that crowd engagement and player base engagement and then yes. social presence and and Bungie do great work. Yeah. They've they've got one of the most engaged social teams I've ever seen. But also on top of that, their just presence within the industry, they're very aware of their presence and their influence. And I yes. feel like they're one of the few companies that put their foot down and say, no, nah, we're not dealing with what the industry does or what the industry's traditionally done around certain things. So we're, we're going to put our foot down and say, nah, yeah, <laughs> like no, not for us. Yeah. Not, not, not to say they, they don't have their issues. I'm sure they do like they any do. large yeah. company. Right. Um, but as far as game studios go, uh, they seem to be one of the good ones. And if you don't believe me, look at the news. Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, let's not go down that road. Woof. Uh, so, all that, all that aside, last week of the season, uh, we should, uh, should we talk the memorial thing? Oh, uh. yeah. Um, so I, I was fully expecting like nothing to, mm. to be in there, uh, into the like story content or whatever. And then I went to the director and it's like, go and talk to the splicer servitor. It's like, oh, okay. A homie just straight up gives you an exotic ship says go to see the memorial in the tower and then we we had slightly different experiences i went there and it worked um you had to what like reload the game and try again so it said speak to the splicer and i got my ship and then it was like hey go check out the memorial um because i i went straight to the splicer yeah. i didn't load into the main tower mm. i did the same thing because I feel like you you and I have similar traditions when a reset happens is you jump into the director and you hover and you look around to see what's... No, I, like I, I, what, I, I look oh? in the top left corner and if there's like story content, there'll be like the little icon yeah, to I say here's where you go to find it. So I'll press for me the E key, which brings out that little side menu to tell you where to go, which for yeah. me said, yeah, go and see the servitor. I do that as well, but then I also check like if there's nothing urgent like the week that Solstice was on, I'll go mm. in and I'll check the singes for strikes and right. other yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like that's my my go-to is kind of like sitting down because as we've both just discussed, we don't have a lot of time to play. Yep. So sometimes in an evening, you've got like two or three hours worth of game in you because you're exhausted. Yep. What I do is I kind of prioritize what I feel like I'm in the mood. And yeah. usually sometimes depending on the singe, I'll go do strikes. But if it's a singe that I'm not really in, like I've, I hate solo, but like I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll go play my crucible matches or something yeah. instead, depending on what the bounties are too. But I saw that I loaded in. I spoke to the servitor. It was like go see the memorial. I was like memorial. Went and looked at. It. I was like this is pretty, and then inspected it for like 
an hour just like what does he mean like is there someone i have to talk to oh like you didn't even get the, how do inter I, the interact proc no. at all oh, how do right. i proc it yeah. and then you and then we were talking about it and i was like oh the memorial my heart or something and you're like yeah that voice line and i was like what voice line <laughs> 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 what? Yeah. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Memorial do the talkie, huh? Yeah. So I just left the game, loaded back in, went back to the memorial, and then the interact icon came up. And mm -hmm. yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. The eulogy almost, I guess. Yeah, basically. And then I, my, like, so I, mine all just worked first time, so I didn't have to, to reload or anything. But I had what I described as a very destiny moment. Which is I was like I, I pressed the key to to get the voice line happening to interact with the with the memorial and then while it was playing I was like well I'm just gonna hold up the baby elixir I just did that emote and then while I was doing that there was somebody already like sitting on top of the memorial in a in a, in a like chair emote someone else had jumped on top of it and like did the baby elixir emote back at me <laughs> from up on high it was just like the weirdest little thing <laughs> but we've had so many of those moments like. You know, we're, I don't know, two, three beers deep and we're just like crouch walking behind each other in a conga line. And then all of a sudden, every dumb motherfucker in the tower that we don't know is now behind us like a giant game of snake. Like, d d were you there that time we oh, we, we, dra we dragged an, yeah, we dragged an entire group of people down into Zavala's office? Were you there for that? Yeah. That was so dumb. We like... I think we had like eight people following us and we had a fire team of three or something that we that we actually were on a, in a voice call with and we just like managed to somehow physically signal through body language follow us went down into the into there and just all started doing dance emotes and then we formed an honor do you remember the honor guard yeah we had like <laughs> two lines of three people parallel coming out from the doorway doing the same emote and then just people started walking out. <laughs> it was so weird. But it's like Destiny is full of shit like that in the tower, specifically. I, the yeah. weird the weird emote communication that happens. I think you can only really call them destiny moments. And mm. and we talk we have them a lot and we talk about them a lot. Yeah. And it's like one of the things I wanted to bring into this podcast was like they're the, the the moments that you very rarely hear about on social media mm. or like see on social media. Maybe occasionally a streamer will have one and it'll go semi-viral. But in sure. general, like not a lot of people talk about those weird moments with strangers where yeah. someone will start a dance party yep. or you'll all start like one time we were just like walking on the um the railing. Yes. Not even doing anything. We would walk to one end, all turn around, and then there'd be a new leader and yeah. we'd go back <laughs> and then we'd all and it we just did that for like five minutes. Yeah. And it's like no one started it. It was just one of us was walking yeah. on the railing and then someone else jumped on and then and it just kept going. And it's uh -huh. like it's those weird moments and those like familiar names as well that you see that you're like, yo, yeah. if I fire up an emote in the tower, that that guy's gonna come and join in. Yes, yeah. Shout time. out to uh, my left nut hurts. Help! I keep seeing the dude. <laughs> <laughs> I keep seeing him in my fucking tower. Uh, anyway, um, I'm trying. Wolfer to, yeah. of a, Wolfer of a thousand borks is also one of my favorite yes, too. Yes, I see him around all the time. Yeah. Um, I think how it usually plays out for us is like we'll be in a fire team. We've just finished some activity, gone to the tower, 
one person is in their menus like fiddling with shit and then we'll all start doing like the callous uh the sit emote in the callous chair yeah, like in a circle around them and then other people will just come and join the group and then they'll come out of the menu surrounded by like a dozen people just staring at them i was gonna say how many times in our vc have you just heard ah what the fuck yeah and that is that <laughs> people exact have just moment. come out of a menu or, or someone uh, like poking their head up with a dumb mask on <laughs> I wish I was streaming that because that's one of my favorite moments yeah. with that particular fire team member is me trying, just playing with the scope on a new sniper rifle I picked up mm-hmm. and just looking at the pile that is Tenex, waiting for everyone else to ready up and then just this mask just pops into the <laughs> Just, hello. <laughs> and no one else saw it and it's just me and this person cackling yeah. and everyone else is just like what happened yeah yeah i know something's gone down if you're on mute for a while <laughs> i definitely have a very particular cackle when something something has sent me but yes. It's, yes. it's moments like that and, and it's not even just like even when i'm not fire teamed up with friends you can find moments like that and yeah. have really great moments like that in strikes or you know other it's not always bad a no. bad time no it's like just like you know spamming crouch next to someone in the tower chances are like honestly greater than 50 percent, someone else is going to come up and do that to the same person yeah and then all of a sudden people are just like bobbing up and down it's it's like this weird form of non-verbal communication that is also somehow a shared language that has been built up without any discussion. Yeah. I think it's one of those weirdly unique moments that you get in MMOs, regardless if it's, if it's yeah. an, like FPS or RPG, like there's a weird camaraderie and a, yeah, like a familiar language, mm. body language, sign language almost, I guess, yeah. in a way yeah. of like communicating without communicating really. And, and that's the thing for me, like, I... Destiny's so good at it, too. The well, community is so, like, on the ball. But We're all shitposters. I've never played any <laughs> other MMOs, so, like, I have to assume something like this exists in, you know, Final Fantasy XIV, MM, uh, WoW, uh, Warframe. Like, they probably all have some version of this, know. right? But I've just never seen it. I yeah. feel like, to be honest with you, Destiny has a more shit poster energy about it. It does a bit. <laughs> like some, some of those emotes are just like, I know exactly what you're doing with this. Yeah. It's just like yeah. we've just got that more like shit poster energy. And I think honestly, part of it also comes from what in general the community being a little bit older. Yeah, that's true. Like WoW's got it as well, where mm. the community is a bit older in age, just in general. Not as like a generalization, but the average age well, it's a, is like it's been up in its late twenties, early thirties. You know? yeah. yeah. So there is a weirdly different sense of humor, but mm. a lot of us also have that weird shit posting Zoomer humor as well. So little it's bit, like a little bit. But yeah, it's great. They're the moments that I love. I love fire teams, like fire teaming up as well, because like. For some reason, I seem to cop it a lot, but if I step away or I'm in a menu, people seem to want to push my character into places <laughs> yeah. constantly. Ah, uh, yes. Please, no bully. <laughs> yeah, like pushing you right up to the edge, but not ever pushing. I'm just describing edging. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, get get what you can, I guess. Um, but that's that's half of it. Is like you know, in raids, it's like we'll push someone who's AFK like right up to the edge of a of a of an abyss, essentially, and then 
sometimes they go over, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they come out we'll of the just, menus and go to step forward and walk themselves off the edge. Or the, pushing them into a place where you can clip them into as well. So they come yes. to just in in a wall, just yes. like, wait, what? Yeah, or just yeah, face to face with a wall, like, fucking where am I? Or in the what tower, pushing at? them inside NPCs. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah. the amount of times I've come out of my menu inside of shacks, just uh, like, wait, what? <laughs> and all you see is his teeth and the entirety of his eyeballs. <laughs> Fucking grotesque. Something I can only call oh. the Assassin's Creed face. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh. Or if you're crouched, you get pushed into, like, someone's groin. Like, yeah. just, it's going to happen. Yeah, like, it's <laughs> basically just sexual assault happening in the tower. Anyway, uh. let's, let's get away from that. <laughs> um, so one thing I'm trying to do with this last week in the season is gild my dredgen for the second time. Uh, I know every time I, I, I always say it like that because it sounds like a sex thing. Um, but gilding only came around last season, I'm pretty sure. So that if if I maintain the streak of gilding it every season, then I'll, I'll be one of those fucking gambit edgelords. Um, but what is it? It's now Thursday. We've got until, well, like 3 a.m. on Wednesday next week for me to get this done. But I'm going to tell you how close I am. And I'll, I want to get your your feeling of whether or not you think I can pull this off. Bear in mind okay. that one, once I guild it, by the time the next season starts, it's not gilded. I'm only going to get it for the remainder of the season. So, and this is under the context that I know what game modes you hate and love. So, well, things like I like Gambit. I don't like the way that the ranks progress because I'm in I'm in the last one, which means wins are the only thing that I will get infamy points for. And I'm very glad mm. they're changing it next season, but I still have to do it. Um, so what I need to do is reset my infamy and I'm about a third of the way through that final rank before I can do that. Um, I need 18 wins and I need three wins uh, where I don't die, deposit the most moats or get the most damage across the entire match. I think it's I doable. I've got a weekend. We're in lockdown. I could do this. <laughs> I think it's doable mostly because I know what kind of player you are, but also I'm not doing anything I, else in the game. I know the people I know the people that you fire team up with. Mm. And it's like if you want to deposit the deposit the most motes, we'll make it happen. Like, Honestly, the easiest thing have to that do, moment. It's it for me that one is the order of priority, right? Like I always try to not die. Usual video game kind of bullshit. And then if that fails, then I'll just start dumping damage, slamming moats, whatever. Um, but honestly, to, to get that one where it is 7 out of 10, I've done it by going whole matches without dying. The hardest thing is getting wins at this point, and I need fucking 18 of them. Um, yeah. But yeah, I've, got, I've got almost a week. There, last, last time I did this, last season, when I gilded my dredgen for the first time, um, when I popped my gilding cherry, as it were, Sorry. Uh, I I think in one day played 30 matches of Gambit. That was to get me over the line. Yeah, that was the weekend where yeah. we just loaded into Gambit after Gambit after Gambit. Yep. And also the weekend we discovered two of our clan members do not work well together in Gambit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how you find these things out, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm so... 
all right i'm like i know that we said we weren't going to do like build and strategy videos but for anyone that plays a titan and wants some fun shit to do in gambit take a ward of dawn a helm of saint 14 and a fucking xenophage what you do load up your heavy ammo you drop a bubble right next to an active invasion portal and then you jump through because you carry weapons of light with you so you get the damage boost and you're carrying xenophage which is usually a two tap but if you just one tap a motherfucker in his chest dead and you also leave the bubble behind for your teammates so nice and generous i discovered this once just because i was like this would be fun if it works and then i went and got like three kills on the other side when i usually suck at invading it was so good i believe the sentence with you is usually fuck it bubble mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> i'm not saving it for the for the um the primeval i need to get my invasion kills i'm gonna go get him and i did it was great it works real nice when i go through with uh chaos reach too. yes exactly so that's my little tip to uh, any any titan players out there um but yeah so I'm, I'm gonna spend the rest of this final week of the season trying to guild my dredgen and then i don't know get to spend a day or two with that with that little two next to it and then start all over again next week <laughs> screenshot it enjoy the moment walk uh, around the tower with it that's it but honestly like with the changes they're making to how gambit progresses through the ranks i'm feeling like it's going to be easier next time because mm. it might just, actually go for it because <laughs> yeah like the crucible ranks they progress basically the same way um but the infamy ranks just take forever it's so shit <laughs> it's so shit it's just a, it's a massive drag but i'm gonna do it um speaking of other pointless activities zavala tokens need to be cashed in you've already done yours right did you get anything good at all. Uh, <laughs> no, because more importantly, me, how many tokens did you cash in? Because I know my. I number. can't remember. I just I know I sat there with another clan member like three nights ago, and mm -hmm. I think we spent an hour just cashing. Yeah, right. Because I forget they're a thing. Yeah. So like my gunsmith tokens, my crucible tokens, and my my vanguard tokens are atrocious. Oh yeah, no, I've got some numbers. And gambit to tokens were the same. Like yeah, all right, fucking atrocious. I'll tell you what I did because I did this. <laughs> oh no, uh, it was either last night or the night before, and I recorded video of me doing this because I want to make a real dumb fucking time lapse of it. But I, so in my vault before I started this, I had. 4,529 Vanguard tokens. I pulled those out and then I had a total of 4,674. So I wasn't holding that many, to be honest. I'd probably only just dumped those ones in there recently. Um, so I went to Zavala with my 4,600 tokens and I spent, I think, like half an hour basically cashing them all in. So it's it's 20 tokens to get you an engram and, a, and, a, and another Vanguard rank. So... What I got out of it was nothing that I kept. I kept no weapons, no armor, because it was all kind of bullshit. I didn't get any good rolls. I got some that were close, but I already had kind of the ones I wanted for that weapon. 17 toil and troubles. Yay. It was more that I got a lot of fucking armor, and it's all like in the 50s for stat rolls, and all of the oh, stuff ew. that I've got is like masterworked with a 64 base stat minimum, so not going to do anything for me. Sorry. Um, but... What I did get out of it, after dismantling all of those items, 
was 74 enhancement cores. So I'm going to turn those into upgrade modules for next season. Uh, 459 additional gunsmith tokens. Gunsmith materials, sorry. Uh, sorry. And for gunsmith materials in my vault, I already had 19,631 of them. <laughs> I'm not cashing those in. Get fucked. Um, but in terms of my Vanguard rank, so I started at rank 101. By the time I was done, I was at Vanguard rank 334. <laughs> Just fucking... I was sitting there for a second while I was like clicking on stuff, trying to do the math in my head of whether or not I would be able to reach rank 420. Oh. And then but as I got close, I was like, I don't think it's going to happen. But if I'd got to rank 420 and still had tokens left, you better believe I was going to throw those tokens away. Just see you it's later. the right thing to do. I'm going to leave it at rank 420 and then I'm going to call it a day. Never cash them in again. <laughs> but yeah, it was... I mean, it didn't take as long as I thought it was going to. Um, it would have been nice to get more out of it, but enhancement cores, always helpful. I could do yeah, stuff with those. Yeah, I'll, I'll never complain about an enhancement core. Never kick an enhancement core out of bed. That's <laughs> because I'm just dragging my dream role, gnawing hunger, up oh, with me. Yes. Until I get something better. Yeah, I, I, I have weapons that have like 6,000 kills on them because I've had them since, I don't know, four seasons ago. Yeah. Or like whatever it was, where the, whenever the sunset cutoff was, like I've had them since then. And they're still yeah. good. Turns out gnawing hunger still whips. As far as uh, energy rifles, energy auto rifles go. It's just, it's my comfort weapon at this point. Yeah. It's the weighted blanket yeah. of destiny. I, I like, <laughs> like some, some, sometimes uh, there's a few of us in the clan, we have what we call basically the old faithful loadout, which is gnawing hunger, xenophage. And it used to be parcel of, parcel of stardust kinetic shotgun before that got sunset. Uh, so basically uh, wild card for your kinetic, but the gnawing hunger xenophage combo, very, very timeless that one. Yeah, mine is gnawing xeno and then usually some sort of pulse rifle or submachine mm. gun because yeah. I'm not. Need something for up close just in case. Yeah, but I'm also a warlock main. So it's like I don't really play super no. melee heavy or aggressive. Like, no, you stand back and you heal your friends. And that's pretty much I play we warlock appreciate like, it. like a healer. <laughs> yeah. Like a healer class. And it works, you know? Sometimes that's what you need. Huh. Look, I've um, come in handy in a few raids. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Definitely. Um, one thing I had put down to talk about today, which I was going to ask you, because I, I definitely have an answer for this question. Um, but if there's if there's anything that now to you seems obvious or simple about Destiny, whether that's like abilities or something about how different classes or subclasses work, um, something that seems obvious or simple, but it took you a long time to actually realize mm. or kind of put the pieces together and go, oh, fuck, now I get it. I'm just trying to think because I, I had the, a lot of our clan mates didn't get the benefit of playing D1 mm. and early D2. A True. lot of us kind of came in a lot of us came in a couple of expansions ago at this point, right? It was like season of arrivals. Yeah. Basically, yeah, so... basically like almost a, a little over a year ago. 
Yeah, I would say actually a year at this point because I feel like we all jumped in around it solstice. It was June or July. Last solstice. Yeah. Time frame because that's when I got got into it on PC, whereas I played it on PS4 before that. Happy birthday to our clan! Hell yeah. Um, but for me, a lot of it was um energy orbs. I just never paid attention to. You mean like them. like what what is now called orbs, orbs of light, orbs of power now? Yeah, yeah, orbs of light, orbs of power. I just never really paid attention to them, so I never really played like a light class. Yeah, yeah. So things like charge with light mods, no idea. No clue. Man. Didn't pay attention to them. Played a lot of war mine stuff though. Okay, okay. Because I am such a long range player, those war mine cells come in a lot of handy for yeah. clip. Whereas I've I've never tried to fuck with more war mine cells because they just seem like to me at least, they seem like they take a little bit too much setup to actually be to actually do anything for me. Whereas with Charge with Light, it's like I'm gonna pick up those orbs because I need them to get my super up. And if they're doing other stuff, rad. Yeah, so I never really paid attention to Orbs of Power, Orbs of mm. Light. Mm. And then I was kind of just goofing around and saw a Charge with Light mod that I was like, actually, for how I've evolved as a player since mm-hmm. coming back into the game, this would be really useful for me. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I was like, uh yeah. orbs of light yeah. <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> that was I, my moment yeah it was, it was like when i when i finally started putting together a charge with light mod build around things like you know powerful friends radiant light so it's like you cast your super other people get charged with light all that sort of stuff but also half of them come with like a pl- straight plus 20 stat boost to mobility or strength or whatever so those are really handy um but yeah, when you start actually like putting those pieces together, building that synergy up so that you just, you, you're playing the game the same way, but you're getting all these benefits out of it because of the mods. Um, yeah, it just makes sense for me because I'm in amongst you guys so yeah. often because I'm dropping rifts and if I'm running solar, dropping rifts, dropping shield over shields, mm-hmm. like doing what I can while killing ads. The fact that I'd never used charge with light stuff was just like, it was one of those moments where I was just like, I'm stupid. <laughs> oh, I'm okay. real dumb. So I'm, I'm going to uh. tell you mine now because it was a big, I'm a big fucking dummy moment. So <laughs> this was in the middle of the Garden of Salvation boss fight. And bear in mind, up until this point, I had almost exclusively played bottom tree solar titan, right? So sunspots, uh, like how that works. So you, you know how they work, right? Yeah. So get a solar kill, sunspot forms on the ground, run through it, increased ability regen for anyone who is not familiar. Um, and, you know, you can get an exotic, which makes them last twice as long. So you run through it, it's a five-second uh, regen boost. Um, if you use Phoenix Cradle, it doubles that and works for your allies as well. So other solar uh, team members can, can gain that benefit, but... The thing I didn't realize, and I was running Hello Fire Heart as as my exotic of choice for armor, which means that if my super bar is full, my solar abilities charge a lot faster. And so I would just not use my super, rely on grenades and melee. Uh, and I was using that to great effect by when I was going over to uh, kill ads, grab moats. So, you know, I was on, well, if, you, if you're looking at the, the Garden of Salvation boss fight, if you're looking at the boss, I was on the left side, for those that are familiar with that. 
Um, a lot of ads grouped up close together. Real easy to get a, a solar grenade kill with one that sticks to an enemy. They all die. Every one of them that dies from that leaves a sunspot on the ground, right? And so I was spawning into that location, throwing a grenade over, jumping over to go up and like, you know, shotgun a couple down, not realizing that what I was actually doing was running through the sunspots, almost instantly getting that grenade back and then going, fuck, I've still got all my abilities. I'm going to punch one. That's dead. Cool. Abilities back up. And just like, I kept doing it and I was like, fuck, I'm just clearing these ads. What am I doing? Oh my God. And then so someone in our, in our, in our clan and, and the fire team at the time was like, yo, homie, go and read what fucking sunspots do. And it was a thing that I'd kind of like almost been doing without realizing. But then I read it and I was like, oh, fuck, I should be playing this way. And then since then, I've just like, you know, that, that was kind of actually the turning point for me to like really start reading abilities and exotic uh, ability texts on the weapons and the armor and really start thinking about how to put together a build and how to get that synergy between abilities and armor and all of that sort of stuff. So it was a real pivotal moment for me as a Destiny player, but at the time I felt like a fucking moron. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. So dumb. <laughs> it's like exactly the point of Bottom Tree Solar Titan. Yeah, no, it's, I think everyone has that RGs yeah. moment yeah. playing Destiny because you do, you do have your comfortable, yes. your and comfort that, zone. The thing is like, that was my comfortable. I just didn't realize what I was doing half the time. <laughs> yeah. I feel like too, uh, like, especially for a lot of new Destiny players, there's so much going on. Oh my that God, like, yes. <laughs> when, when someone has a story like that, I'm not going to sit there and be like, ooh. No. Because, like, it's so easy to miss things. Yeah. Yeah, no, if I was talking to someone who had just started playing the game and had one of those moments, I'd be like, okay, what'd you learn? All right, now what about this over here, though? Yeah. Like, now read this with that knowledge that you've just gained, because this is exactly what I ended up doing. Go read this, and now think about how maybe that might work in a different way to what you first thought. You know, it's there's so many there's so many fucking things that can interact together between all the mods and everything. Even then, it's like you've got a couple of, like, let's say, Titan mains in a group, in a fire team, or in a clan, mm -hmm. and maybe one Titan main leans more towards Void and you lean more towards Solar. Mm -hmm. There's always that exchange of information going on, which is yes. really great too. And I have it with the other Warlock main in our team because out of the entire clan, there's only two Warlocks. <laughs> Well, two Warlock mains. I've, mains. I've I've gone from mains. only playing a Titan to having Titan main plus two, you know, close to pinnacle alts. Two Warlock ride, ride and dies, I should say. Yes. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> that's actually really good. <laughs> um, And they don't really play a lot of, they play a lot of Solar mm -hmm. and a lot of Void, and I tend to lean heavily on Arc and Stasis. Yes. And I feel like I've given him really valuable information about, especially Ark. Mm -hmm. And he has fed me in return when I've had to play a solar class. Just like, yeah. hey, Mackie, what have you got equipped? And then just bouncing ideas back and forth. Yeah. And that, that even has though also... he has a more aggressive play style than I do, yeah. there's still that exchange of information. And that, that's happened too with 
there's a few of us that you know came in only playing one class and then have since gone had a bunch of free time i was like cool i'm gonna go start a hunter i'm gonna go start a warlock and then through that process they've learned things and they've brought that back to the group and even though they've only just started playing a hunter or whatever they're like hey have you all thought about this have you tried this you know like i when i first started a hunter i was i was going full uh solar like knife based because those knives those knives 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 um you know if you get a precision hit it's basically a one hit kill on an ad and you get the knife straight back but then i was running monte carlo as my exotic weapon so if you get a kill it starts to refill your melee which is your knife so if you miss the knife get a gun kill get the knife back um so you can do some dumb stuff like that um and you start like playing around with stuff that sounds fun and maybe the person whose main is this class hasn't tried that and then you start sharing that stuff around and that's been really cool over the last like year as we've all tried different stuff and then you also start to build that understanding of like you're a warlock main i've now played a warlock i know how that jump feels i know i can now watch someone jump who is a warlock and be like oh, I think this might be happening or I think maybe you should try this jump because you're not quite getting the reach with it or something like that, you know? And it's not until you actually try it and you go, oh, actually, this feels fucked because I'm a Titan main. I'm just used to gliding and then just going up or hunters feel so weird sometimes. That was that was definitely early on because I was... <laughs> Got no knees. Terrible <laughs> jumping. I was horrendous at jumping to the point it became a meme that i had no knees mickey can't jump yeah but it used to annoy me when and i feel like i had a i've had a lot of the people from the clan play warlock and then go yo i'm sorry yeah because there would yeah. be people who would be giving me advice in the clan who are hunter mains and i'm just like yeah all right Ma- you come do it yeah all right mario show, show me the double jump let's go you come do it <laughs> i don't have a recover like yeah. no if you're falling, you can't float around a corner. Tell me how it feels. Yeah, if you're falling, you're just going to go down. Like, there's no way to go back up again. Yeah, like, it's like, <laughs> you, you come. Try it. How about you come jump around a corner? Yeah, yeah. Tell me how it feels. Yeah. Especially in, like, Last Wish and then, oh, what was that raid where you get Whisper? Why, the, the, uh, the, what, the Whisper mission? The raid. Yeah, the yeah. mission. That jumping puzzle. Oh, yeah, that blind Ooh. corner jump. Oof. yeah. Hunters are more or less like Naruto running around the wall and I'm <laughs> flying off into the distance. <laughs> and then you're, you're standing right. there, you're standing there as a Titan with a recover and a hunter who could basically just fucking ninja vanish. Yeah. Like, oh, what if you did this? I'm like, I am doing that. It yeah. just doesn't work like you that. Go, you go roll a warlock and try to run this mission, get fucked. I think I, think I, I, think I only did times... that with my Titan, to be fair. I think more than a few times you all just heard me go goodbye because yeah. <laughs> I knew I screwed a jump. Yes. Oh, yeah. Don't even need to say anything. I know exactly what happened. Or you just hear me go, oh, uh-oh. Yes. That's a very familiar sound. <laughs> uh-oh. Out of, out uh-oh. Of, out of context. <laughs> I didn't realize how visceral that was going to be, but you're just going like, oh, like, I know I know that sound. <laughs> Mackie's falling off again. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. That's the other one. That That's the real desperation sound usually hear that and then you just get the guardian down <laughs> yes god i can always hear it right now god 
Huh. It's it's funny when you play in a clan, which is another thing I love about Destiny too, is like when you play in a clan, everyone gets I wouldn't call them idioms, but like isms. Yes. Like a chili ism and a mechieism. Yes. And like we all have that noise or that sentence or that even just a fallback. Yeah. And then we start picking like, them up off off each other too. Like yeah. fuck my vocabulary is screwed because of some of y'all destiny <laughs> yeah but specifically the group we play with like there are phrases and words that i now use outside of the group that were not there before most of them are you I feel like, let's, let's be honest <laughs> i feel like i'm the right level of cursed and, and Destiny's one of those games that you can just i hate saying it but like just chill with the homies yeah yeah, you, I, can, I, you can goof around in a strike and banter the whole time and it's no biggie. There's there's no like major communication that needs to happen like maybe in Final Fantasy or World of Warcraft where you need to kind of bounce off yeah. each other actively. No, I remember Raids that. are a little bit different. Right, yeah. Because there's me say. mechanisms that revolve around it, but like you can play Crucible or Gambit or a strike or activities and just like especially sponges, like Oh yeah. Or, or overrides where you can just banter the entire time and that's another aspect of the community i love around mm. destiny is it is just such a casual game if you want it to be yes yeah that's what i was going to say is i remember uh it was a gaming podcast i was listening to and someone was on it that plays a lot of destiny and they referred to it as a chat room with a gun on the end of it yeah and that that kind of is like for for what we're doing most of the time exactly it you know, unless yeah. we're doing a raid where you need those call-outs, you need those communication patterns, whatever. But most of the time, it's just like we're, we're like watching something in the background, listening to some music in like a Spotify listening party and just like kind of hanging out. Um, especially when it's Mayhem Week, I'll be like four beers deep just throwing hammers at people. Like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, I do not give a fuck about my crucible kill-death ratio it does no. not matter. <laughs> even even to an extent, we got to an a point in got into a point. We got to a point in certain raids where we could still do the raid and just like DSC is yeah. just balls to the wall fuckery for us now, unless yeah. we're running someone new through. Yeah. But like if it's if it's the main six to nine people who eh, who do it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> six to nine. Who. <laughs> 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 who do yes. it we have that level of communication and our positions and our understanding that we do just kind of just fuck around the entire well, it's, time it's shared understandings of our systems right like yeah when we were when we were trying to do the the, the sunset slam uh the those five raids that got sunsetted the, you know the leviathan raids scourge um we were basically just following raid guides and kind of doing them by the book because by then they were pretty well refined because they'd been out for a while. Um, but we, even with those, um, but more so with like Deep Sun Crypt and the revised Vault of Glass, like we'll, we'll go and find a raid guide more so to understand the systems and then we'll work out our own systems on top of that for our play styles, our communication styles. And that's, that's more just a clan thing. It's, there's, there's no right way necessarily to to do some of these things it's more like as long as you can work out what you're supposed to be doing 
it's it's easy enough to come up with like six different ways to do some of these things. Mm. But I remember there was uh, there was like a Leviathan run we did right before it went away where we almost didn't talk about the raid for the entire run. It was just like, we've done this raid enough. Everybody knows what they're doing. Let's just go and do it. And we just, it was almost just banter the entire way through. Lev, Lev became our shits and giggles raid. Yeah. <laughs> like to the, to the point that were, there were nights where we'd be like, yo, cheeky Leviathan. Well, and at like we seven thirty at night, we'd jump into a leviathan. Like we were also doing them under an hour, fairly easily, or like about an hour without really trying too hard. And I think because we had so many people in our group that wanted the rain, yes. most of us had done each of the sunset sunset slam <laughs> raids up to five times each at one yeah. point. Because we were just sherpering people through yes. rerunning them, and then we wanted to get as much Leviathan in before it was sunsetted because we loved it so much that yeah. yeah, by the end of it, the final run, we were like making up nicknames for the symbols. Oh my God. I forgot about that. Like woofer, Susie, <laughs> like we were just like saying um, whatever we wanted. Yeah. Yeah. The, there Figuring was... out the uh, skate ramp glitch in the bowl. Like yeah, we there, were was, just... there was one bit in, the crown of sorrow boss fight where you're essentially in a giant triangle. The map is a giant triangle. You got three teams of two at each of the points. And, uh, I mean, if he's watching this, he'll know exactly who he is, but me and one other of our, of our clan were on one of those points and, you know, you're doing stuff in your pair until you all come to the middle to do damage on the boss. Um, but we got into what I can only describe as a synchronized dance routine because uh, once the once the boss fight started, we were able to do our entire job together without talking to each other. We just we got the rhythm down. We would make maybe one or two call outs for timing purposes, but we were just like swapping sides back and forth, just doing what we had to do. Uh, and it was just like just the tightest shit. Like that is exactly the feeling I still I still play this game for. It's like to get to that point with a group of people to spend that time together of like refining the craft to that point of like shared expertise and shared mastery of something. It's so good. Such an empowering feeling. Yeah. And those synchronicities are so important, especially like the last 24 months. Mm. Oh, fuck. Yeah. You, you want to get, you want to get a big picture with it. Let's go. <laughs> building those like synchronicities yeah. and like, it's like, I feel like anyone who doesn't play video games will never understand how reaffirming for a friendship it is when you do play a, ga a game together and it just works. I mean, or like, I feel even like... if it takes a little bit of work, there's like yeah. that weird reaffirming kind of warm and fuzzy feeling and a level of trust, I feel, that you build with a person yep. when you get something like raid positions or mm. an activity down in game that's just so seamless that it doesn't require active communication yeah i think like you can get it in like like if you're doing a shared physical task like i've yeah you know, i worked in a pizza hut when i was in high school right and there's a certain workflow a certain production line of like physical tasks that have to happen in a certain order in a certain way and i'll be doing it with one other person and when you hit that rhythm and you hit that stride and you know that you're on the same page you know what to expect. They know what to expect. And it's just happening. 
you, yeah, that's such a good feeling. It's so good. Yeah. And it's like with all of us being so separated at the moment, I feel like we're going to leave the spicy panini. Yes. And we've, we've made through this game, we've made friendships that are going, unless something weird happens, are going yeah. to last forever. Yes. Straight up. Like, and I feel like Destiny was a huge part of that. Like we've yeah. got our other games that we fuck around in, but like we found our footing with each yes. other in our friend circle and locked in our senses of humor and like the way we banter and communicate through this game. Yeah, for real. And that's what we take out of this game. We don't really take the technical stuff out of it or yeah. sweat over a god roll. We take yeah. those moments those moments over. Yeah. I think you know. yeah, that for me is like that kind of like friendship and shared experience is like the anchor for me. I think as we've gotten better at the game, we've drifted into parts of like the end game, quote unquote, of mm. trying to get the right role of a weapon for a GM nightfall or trying to push and fuck around with trials every now and then, you know, like we'll dabble in that stuff, but it's still always with that core of doing it with the right people yeah, and for the right reasons and because we want to spend that time together and like this is a thing we enjoy doing together not because i need people to go and chase this gm conquer a title or whatever it's like yeah if we get that cool but i'm not gonna break my back for it yeah also it helps that like destiny is a fun game too yeah. Thanks, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that too. It's Shout not just the people; Bungie. it's it's the game as well. <laughs> but you know, yeah. we're all getting super into lore now, so we all oh kind of God. like bounce the lore off each other and talk about the lore yeah. and scream about things that have happened in game yeah. and people we do and don't like. <laughs> yes, some of which are dead. Hopefully, anyway, who knows? Lakshmi three <laughs> mates show up. <laughs> oh, I hope she gets a big clover's head. Yeah. <laughs> She oh. just comes back as a big head. It's a big head and it's just a mirror in front of it. Or they just suspend her head facing towards the giant Clovis head and they just have to talk to each other. Oh my God. That'd be the, the worst. Faux, like the faux intellectual arguments oh. that they'd have back and forth. Yeah, but what is time? <laughs> Shut up. Lush, what is it? Lush, Shut up. <laughs> Ah. Shut up, big head. Five yeah. head. Five head. Only head. This is how it feels to chew five head. <laughs> Just, I don't know. My favorite thing to come out of that raid is still to this day one of my clan members photoshopping my dog over Clovis Brace. <laughs> yes. Yeah, dog like judgment. That's what it was. Ah. What a time. What a time. Um,. I don't think I've got anything else for, for this week. No. No? I feel like this episode particularly so early on is really good because I feel like this episode gives you an idea of why we're here. Yeah, yeah. The, and the, what the, we love about this dumb space game. Like, I, think, I think the first one I kind of wanted us to just almost take a running start to of just like, fuck it, here's what we're trying to do. But I, I think it's important for us to have talked about that at the start of this one. Also because this yeah. week is very light on actual in-game updates, so it's a good time to be able to do that right before a I'd, season drops and there's a ton of shit to do. I'd love to also just like 
people hear our dumb clan stories or like in-game experiences and then be able to like i don't know leave a comment or whatever and be like hey me too this one time i was in the tower i had this thing happen because like i really think being casual players and having those shared experiences is the type of energy that we want to yeah put into the community yeah us so much we want to just give like the nice back I'm I'm going to call my shot right now. The thing that I both really want to happen and that I'm a little bit afraid of happening is at some point someone's going to leave a comment of like, fuck, I saw you in my tower. What were you doing? What are you Something. wearing, homie? Yeah, homie, what does that <laughs> fit? Are you kidding? Oh, you're that black and gold goblin that keeps presenting the Elixney baby to everyone. Yeah. That's me. Yeah, hello. You <laughs> Who's found my me. baby? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited to have an Elixney plush in my collection. Is that, wait, can you buy those? Did that open up? I don't remember. I think they announced them recently. Okay. They're like 30 USD. All right. But if many... anyone asks, I want one for my birthday. <laughs> you say it enough, 10 people are going <laughs> to send them to you. Yeah. That's what that whole shelf behind you is just going to be babies. I end up with more than one because I've told separate people there what I want for my birthday. I'm hoping yeah. to end up with like enough that I can make a belt and like oh. the backpack and okay. just. What about a bandolier? You know, like yeah, a sash like how they with wear them, them in the tower. Yeah, how they wear them in the tower, and I'll just walk no, around. No, no, no. Like, you know, like you get like the belt with bullets along it, the the bandolier, that kind of look. But it's just fucking Elixney babies, just stapled to a, a belt. Nutcase. <laughs> we'll go to a convention just covered in Elixney babies. Yes, wear your Deepstone Crypt raid jacket, and they're just popping out of everywhere. No, I present them. <laughs> what are you buying? Have you seen my babies? <laughs> stuck to the inside of the vest (laughs) amazing what are you cosplaying as the towers babysitter oh man (laughs) i'm the towers daycare yes well you did get a really oversized version of that jacket so you'll have you'll have the room i guess i'm gonna look like from a fat boy slim film clip in that jacket (laughs) (laughs) just 90s oversized parker huh all right, let's uh, let's wrap this one up. Um, yeah, I've I'm, got some tinkles to get. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we got some. I got some gambit to play. Who am I kidding? Um, Ew. If I don't know if people are watching this and they want an audio only version, there is a version of that. Um, fuck, I'm gonna start doing this now. Link in the description below. Um, I, I didn't want to become this this part of YouTube. Um, but yeah, like, comment, and subscribe. Oh my god, hit that subscribe button, fam. Um, I mean, we're doing this because we're having a good time. Yeah. Any, anything additional is kind of a bonus. Um, we just hope people like what we're doing. I stand by Miss Nathan before. I want to hear people's crazy tower and yeah. like adventures in the comments because I really love reading them on Reddit and yes. I really want people to join in. Yes. Yeah. As, as much as I just said, I don't want that kind of shit. I also do want that kind of shit. Exactly. I don't want to hear everyone's stories. I just don't want to be like, yo, what's up, guys? Welcome to Erica Blueberry. Uh, that is nonsense to me. I've noticed 50% of the people watching <laughs> oh, are not subscribed. <laughs> like, what a weird call out. Why are you going to say that to people that are watching your videos? Anyway, this is... <laughs> we can't Welcome this... to PR chat with Erica Blueberry. You're going to make this a fucking YouTube call out show? No, thank you. No, thank you. We've got other people to call out first. Anyway, let's get out of here. Yeah. This has been Erico Blueberry. <laughs> we'll catch you next week with yeah. 
yeah. season of the we don't know yet because the twelve comes out tomorrow. We're gonna scream about Witch Queen. Do you, actually, to finish this off, do you want to guess what the season's called? Uh, Just season... on the ra- random chance we get it right. How? How like? So okay, season... let's back it up. We have season of, of the hunt, redemption. Of the... Okay, season of the hunt, season of the chosen, season of the splicer. The next one, you're saying season of redemption? Because we've got Crow, who needs to make a full redemption arc. Yes. And we've got Saint, who is on his redemption arc. Okay. And Osiris, I don't fucking know. Maybe he's going to do something to redeem himself. I hope. Maybe it'll be a redemption story arc. Oh, Titan got a redemption arc. Mm. Okay. You're going season with Redemption? Of the sneaky boy. Okay, I'm going to go with, and we're going to end it on this, Season of the Bussy. Thanks for checking it out. We'll see you <laughs> next week. <laughs>